your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, this is Locked On Blue Jackets. I would wish you a happy Monday and a happy trade deadline day, but it is neither of these things uh, because yesterday we traded our captain. Um, I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today we're going to talk about how the Blue Jackets have traded everybody I love, and we're also going to look at the loss to Chicago this weekend. Uh, So, you know, all, all fun stuff. If by fun you mean everything is terrible. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. So, the I'm not going to lie, again, I didn't watch a lot of this game. Uh, I watched most of the first two periods and then fell asleep. Uh, because that seems to be how it goes these days. Uh, it looked like a fairly good start. We were up to nothing like three minutes in I was like this is going to be great uh goals from Michael Dalzotto another goal from Cam Atkinson he's leading the team with 14 you know um for a somewhat depleted roster I was like this is this is pretty good um obviously we've lost Boone Jenner and Zach Wierenski to injuries uh we had David Savard scratched as uh injury prevention um Nick Foligno was was banged up. He was missing, you know, a lot of a lot of guys missing, and we were up to nothing. And I was like, okay, maybe maybe this is going to be one of those wins where, you know, we we against all odds just decide to turn up. Uh, and shockingly, that is not what happened. Uh, by the end of the first period, we were down to nothing, and then. The Blackhawks proceeded to score two more goals, making it four to two. Uh, Patrick Laine scored a late goal, making it four three. Um, it was nice to see him get on the scoreboard. It's been it's been a minute, uh, but for the most part, I was like, yeah, this this seemed like a uh, why not? Like this seemed like the kind of game that would happen. Um, we're kind of at that part of the season where the games are functionally meaningless. Um, We'd lost a lot of our usual lineup, you know. We um, playing a lot of kids. Uh, it was re- actually it was really good to see Cole Sherwood get some ice time. Uh, uh, him, Jack Roslovic, Connor Murphy, they all came up through the AAA Blue Jackets program. So it was good to see all three of those guys on the ice. Apparently, the first time that three AAA Blue Jacket alums have shared the ice in an NHL game. So that was that was nice. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it was kind of one of those. Okay, well, sure, let's let's just accept this game as what it is, which was kind of terrible. Those first three minutes aside, um, and move on to the next one. Uh, any every game that we lose from now is a better chance for us to go higher in the draft, um, and we have a, a bunch of picks in the draft this year, which is which is nice. Uh, I'll talk about those in a little bit more detail in just a minute, uh, but we do have three first-round picks 
this season. Uh, this season's kind of a weird one. Uh, someone referred to the, pros- the the draft picks as magic beans, which kind of makes a lot of sense to me. You know, you, you might as well pick whoever uh, because all of the draft rankings are kind of kind of wonky this season due to the pandemic. A uh, bunch of guys haven't been able to play for most of the season. Guys have, you know, it's it's been. It's been a mess, so possibly not the best draft to get a bunch of first-round picks in, but on the flip side, if you're going to pick a season to be bad, then it might as well, it might as well be this one. Um, and yeah, so that was, that was one half of the, of the weekend, uh, for the Blue Jackets, we made a couple of trades, uh, which I'll talk about again in a little bit more detail, the main one being Nick Foligno to the Maple Leafs, but we also traded uh, Riley Nash to the Maple Leafs for a conditional seventh, I believe it turns into a sixth if he plays a certain amount of playoff games for them, uh, so, you know, we'll we'll see how that comes to fruition, uh, and we also traded David Savard and somehow got a first-round pick in return, uh, we are retaining half of Savard's salary and half of Felino's salary. Um, but again, we have we have cap space to burn now. Why not? Um, if it gets us a first round draft pick, um, so so I sat down with Sarah Avapasha, host of Locked On Kings, for the Locked On NHL show, which she also hosts two days a week. Uh, to talk about mostly the Felino trade, but also. A little bit of other stuff uh so i will play that for you in just a minute but first i've got to tell you about built bar built bar we, you know we've been telling you about it for a while now it is the best tasting protein bar on the market uh it's back it's new it's improved it is even deliciouser that is direct from the copy that to deliciouser they've invented a new word it's so good there are 18 incredible flavors they've got nut nut and non-nut flavors they're covered in 100 percent chocolate uh and here's the best bit they are super healthy they're low calorie they're low sugar they are high protein high fiber they're great if you're on keto if you are the kind of guy that goes to the gym and wants an extra kick of protein in his day then built bar is for you if you are like me and the most strenuous thing that you have done so far in this lockdown is walking from your bed to your laptop desk then built bar is good for you as well uh and Best of all, if you go to BillBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, you can get 15% off your next order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BillBar.com, and find your favourite flavour now. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. One team that is making some moves on the trade market that I think maybe we all should have seen coming is the Columbus Blue Jackets who have made several trades, including captain Nick Foligno on Sunday. Uh, so we're talking right now with Jay Forster from locked on blue jackets who uh, you're, you're, it's not a great day. It's not a great day. Is it? Uh, I've had better. I've had better Sundays. Um, technically it's Monday for me here now. So that's, I'm chalking it up to Mondays are terrible. Um, but no, I, I knew this was coming. I've been in denial about it for probably most of the last month. Um, and yeah, it, it finally happened. Um, and I am sad. <laughs> so this was another one of those like weird 
kind of three team trade sort of things that sent Nick Foligno to, as we haven't mentioned yet, to the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, which I feel like is maybe the salt in the wound that he he went to Toronto as well. Uh, but, but but like you <laughs> said, everything like, about this trade. I mean, yeah, everything is just, just this is the bad yeah. place. <laughs> But so like you said, you had been kind of expecting this. Uh, was it just one of those things where he, he's an attractive trade asset? Do you think that they tried to re-sign him and they weren't able to? Uh, is it just the Blue Jackets trying to get whatever they can get for their for their guys since the playoffs are sort of out of the picture now? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of... Um... I so first off, I'd forgotten that being a seller was like this because obviously the Blue Jackets made the playoffs the last four years. So I had forgotten that sometimes you have to trade all of your aging veterans. Um, so I think partially it was a case of um, we got rid of all of our picks two seasons ago to get Duchesne, etc. Um, and obviously, I think to, uh, I was talking to. Um, Mikey of Locked On Leafs about this two years ago. I think we only picked twice in the draft, and it was fourth and seventh rounds. Uh, so I think partially it's a case of trying to restock our prospect pool. Uh, so you know, getting a first a first round uh, pick for Nick Foligno is pretty pretty great when you consider that Taylor Hall is probably not going to go for for that amount. Um, and yeah, I think it is just kind of a, I don't think it's a case of we can't resign him. I would be very surprised if he wasn't back next season on a much cheaper deal uh, because love him as I do. And uh, that's a whole lot. Uh, he was making 5.25 million, uh, which is a lot for a guy that scores like 11 goals a season. Um, so yeah, I think it's partially trying to restock the the prospect pool and um it's like partially it's like cap shenanigans as well but yeah mostly i think it's it's not like a a we wanted to get rid of him thing it's we can get something for him and then we'll take him back in the off season hopefully those are my favorite kinds of trades actually where the guy just boomerangs right back as soon as he's done yeah it happened a couple of seasons ago and i can't for the life remember who it was but I remember being like, that's that's the ideal. Like you get a pick for trading him and also then he just comes straight back. <laughs> right, like kind of the best best case scenario. Uh, for for Leafs fans who are listening to this, who uh, want, you know, who, I mean, I feel like the Leafs should be pretty familiar with Columbus from playing them a lot in previous seasons, not this one, because this one's weird. Uh, but for anyone who doesn't know what kind of player Nick Foligno is and also what kind of person because he also seems like a, a pretty darn good guy as well uh, what do they need to know about him and the kind of role he's going to be able to fill on their team um, yeah so first up Nick Foligno is just the nicest possible human being um, he's just a delight uh, off the ice you know I have been lucky enough to talk to a couple of people who, you know, have played in the NHL or have worked with NHL players and they all have nothing but nice things to say about him. You know, he is just, he's a delight. Um, He's wonderful. So locker room, I think he's going to fit right in. You know, he's funny. He's there for leadership. Obviously he was our captain. So, you know, Toronto really loves that. Um, We're going to trade for 
veteran guys that have leadership on other teams. So, you know, they've got Wayne Simmons, they've got Joe Thornton, um, Jason Spezza as well. He fits really well into that kind of mold that Toronto has of filling their bottom six with guys that were captains on other teams um, or, you know, war letters. Uh, so, you know, first off, I think that can't be understated. Just like the, in a, in a team full of very young, flashy guys, I think Nick Foligno is a very good kind of, I, I, we always call him like Captain Dad. Uh, he's a very good dad figure um, in the locker room for these young guys. Uh, on the ice, he's not going to wow anyone, I don't think. You know, um, he's usually good for maybe 10 to 15 goals a season. Uh, but he's a very, very strong defensive forward. Um, when I was talking to Mikey, I said that he was very much kind of a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none type player. Um, he's serviceable basically wherever you put him on the ice. He can play center. He can play both wings. Uh, he can score goals occasionally. Um, he's really good on the penalty kill. You can put him on the power play if you need someone to stand in front of the net and uh, get in the way of the goalie. Um, uh, the thing about Nick Foligno as well, and this is something I forgot to mention uh, until right at the end of my conversation with Mikey, uh, his skating is surprisingly good. Like, you don't look at a guy like that and be like, oh yeah, he's a really good skater. Um, but his edge work is really good. And um, I mean, I don't know if you watch a lot of Columbus games, but if you watch Nick Foligno like against the boards or um, like in the corners, if he goes in there looking for the puck, he usually comes out with it. Uh, or if he skates down, skates down the wing, kind of crashing about. If you watch him skate like around the back of the net, very often he twists and turns, and um, again comes out with a puck, which is which is very fun. Um, I would project him as having. I know um, Toronto's looking at him as like a top six winger, but I would be surprised if they didn't try him at third line center to kind of solidify that bottom six. Win some face-offs uh, because he was like one of the one and a half centers we had that could win face-offs, uh, even though he played wing most of the time. So that's that is my my mini mini scouting report. I think about Nick Foligno. I just imagined him and Jack Campbell, who is also like the nicest human on earth, like both being on the same team, actually trying to out nice each other. <laughs> overwhelming in the niceness of it all <laughs> coming up in just a minute i've got the second half of my conversation with sarah about the trade and what else we might have coming up in uh later on today with the trade deadline being about nine hours away as of the time of recording hopefully it will not be outdated by the time you listen to this uh but i have that coming for you in just a minute but first i've got to tell you about bet online We've been telling you about it for a couple of months now. It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. And the MLB is uh, in spring training, so pretty soon you can bet on that too, if that's what you want. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. The finale of RuPaul's Drag Race is coming up soon, so if you want to bet on who you think is going to win that, you could do that. Or if you want to... Place a bet on whether the Blue Jackets are ever going to win a game again. You can do that too. Uh, you've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. All you have to do is head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. If you use promo code LOCKEDON, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. 
be a waiver wire winner with daily fantasy hockey advice from Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Fantasy hockey expert Scott Cullen gives you the tips, insights, and analysis for season-long dynasty and DFS leagues. Follow the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. You guys have also made a couple of other trades uh, in the past handful of days. Uh, who, who else has left recently? And also, who do you think uh, could be gone by the end of uh, the trade deadline? Um, all of our dads have gone. We were talking about this off recording a little bit. We have no dads left on the team. Um, we Well, we have Cam Atkinson, who is not a typical dad, uh, but we lost Riley Nash. Uh, who is our other like defensive shutdown center that was able to win face-offs. Uh, he's broken at the minute. He will be back for playoffs, we think. Um, so he's gone to Toronto because, again, they want all of our dads. Uh, and then David Savard went to Tampa Bay yesterday, the day before. Um, again, we got a first-round pick for him. So, you know, it, it's looking it's looking pretty stocked in the in the the old first round pick cupboard right now um emotionally very sad about it logically we got rid of we traded nick felino david savard and riley nash for two firsts two fourths and a sixth well a seventh that might be a sixth so could be it could be worse i guess is is my my general feeling about how how the trades themselves are yeah, overall, I mean, at least at least you're coming away with some picks to kind of help restock uh, the cupboard. Uh, I will boys and boy auction. Them. That's what we want. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so yeah, my my friend Lou called it a boy auction like months ago, and it's just stuck with me this entire time. And now I'm just very much like, yes, new boys from the boy pit. One last question for you. Uh, now that you are going to have some holes on your lineup to fill because players have gone to other teams and you still may see some more changes before the end of uh, Monday, what young players are you looking to hope to get a chance to see take on some more minutes? Or is this just kind of a, we need a body on that line to go play and just hope for the end of the season? Yeah, it's going to be a bit kind of like, we're just going to put some guy uh on the ice um so in addition to losing guys to trade um zach Kerensky is done for the season with a broken finger nope that's a lie zach Kerensky is done for the season he's having surgery for a sports hernia uh boone jenner is done for the season he's the one with the broken finger um so it's it's looking a bit a bit sparse out there del zotto might not be here um tomorrow like it's it's looking real Real rough, especially on the back end. Um, and ironically, one of the guys that I was really excited to maybe get some time, uh, Trey fix he had season-ending injury. Uh, he had surgery last week, I think. So, yeah, it is kind of a case of we've kind of picked all of the best prospects or the prospects that are most NHL-ready uh, already. So Kevin Stenland, he's probably here to stay. Um be nice to see Liam Foody get get some more time uh he looks like he's doing really well in cleveland but i'd still like to see him up with the big team um on defense be nice to see dean kukan kind of get out of the doghouse uh maybe a guy like gavin bayreuther who has been really solid for the monsters uh this season for a couple of seasons now actually so 
just kind of a case of uh, let the kids play. Um, and honestly, like, call them all up and just let them all play and see who kind of comes out is is how I would how I would do it. Because um, why not? What have we got to lose at this point? Exactly. I think that's the story a lot of teams are going to be telling themselves come Tuesday morning is, well, the, let's just The worse see. we do. The worse we do, the better the ball we get. So. Right, exactly. It's 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 you you win eventually, sort of, at, at the at the boy auction. I mean, the last time we missed the playoffs, uh, we ended up getting Pierre Luc Dubois. So that worked really well for like four seasons. Yeah, you know, there you go. Well, we'll uh, we'll find out. I'm sure that we will talk again before the draft, <laughs> and uh, we will see see what happens there. Um, Good luck the rest of your season with your uh, no dads left on your roster. For no people. dads. It's just for... a, a roster of children. <laughs> all children and then Cam Atkinson. It's all children. Uh, I think that's all the time I have for today. Uh, later on today, I'll be on the Lockdown Podcast Network's uh, NHL Trade Deadline Day live show. Uh, it starts at noon eastern uh first two hours will be andrew berkshire and mary clark of the new crosscheck nhl show the second half uh will be ross leverton of lockdown sends and sarah avampato of lockdown kings i'll be talking to ross and sarah about any more trades that we might make uh, you can catch that on youtube twitch uh facebook wherever you know wherever streaming things are streamed uh if you would like to follow me on Twitter, I am at JayTheGoalie. I will be yelling about the Blue Jackets and also UK ice hockey. Uh, if you want to see what it's like on my side of the pond, then give me a follow over there. Or you could follow this podcast at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you want to cry with me about losing Nate Foligno, uh, you can email me at LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Uh, remember, once again, Noon Eastern is our Locked On trade deadline show. Make sure you tune in for that. But until tomorrow, stay locked on.